Hey guys, Jerome here, just real quick chiming in uh, before we get started with the show. Just wanted to give a quick shout out and let you know that we have a few audio problems while recording this specific episode, so the sound is not going to be up to our normal uh uh, standard that we like to have. Um, so we do apologize and hope that you still enjoy the episode nonetheless, but wanted to give you just a quick heads up uh, if you hear little peak levels and stuff like that. Um, but this is a great episode. Hope you have a great time and uh, we will see you next week for the next episode. Thanks. Bye guys. What it is! How's it going, everybody? Today we're going to be doing a full reminiscence on the past summer of 2023. We're going to talk about all the events that we enjoyed, things we did, places we went, people we met, all types of things. So if you want to hear what we have to say, sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to The First Ones to Die. Wants to die podcast. That's right. This is not a drill. This is not a joke. We are back. All right. We are back and in action. My name is Jonathan. I am here with my lovely, wonderful co hosts, Alex and Jerome. How are you both doing? Alex, how are you doing? I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm very hot. Okay. I want to tell a creepy story. Um, okay. right into it, right into it, right into it. I need you guys to know. So literally this just happened a little bit ago, right before we jumped on, I came, I was stuck in traffic. So I came home like a little close to our check-in time or recording time, but I was like eating food really fast that I got as I was like sitting, eating my windows open outside. I hear somebody saying, Alex, very loudly. Like they're calling from the shoot up. Right. So I, I was like, all right. That's definitely not for me because nobody knows where I live. I keep that very, you know, down low, even with our friends. And then I heard it a second time. I was like, okay, creepy, very creepy. Kind of turned off anything that was making a sound and didn't move anywhere near my window because I was like, I don't know if somebody saw me or somebody knows me. Nobody texted me being like, are you home or anything like that? So I was like, all right, it's fine. It's whatever. It was probably somebody else talking to somebody else. It was just coincidence. Maybe 10, 15 minutes later, again, I hear very loudly. I'm nowhere near the window. I'm by my um, sink. I hear, Alex. And it's all said in a singing voice like that. And I was like, oh, hell no. This is how I meet the devil. If I try to go out and look, if I get out on the balcony, I'm, I'm meeting the devil himself. It's like, absolutely not. It was so creepy. Somebody said my name three times in a sing-along voice right outside, you know, my balcony. I was just like, nope. Did you and find like, out what it was? No, I'm not going out there. Absolutely not. Do you have not. any and other Alex's that live in your apartment building? I have no idea, but if you do it, like, it's one thing to do the sing-along voice, but it was like a creepy... Like, it was creepy. I don't, I like, I can't, if one of our friends is, like, being playful, but they do the sing-along voice the creepy way that was, I'm no longer going to be friends with them. I can't. That really is one of our friends. I can't be friends with them any longer. That was so creepy. 
And like every time I hear a noise now outside my, on my balcony, I'm like getting really suspicious. I'm like, what's that? Who's there? I'm like that's paranoid right now. Terrifying. Well, that's I'm like wish you well and keep you in my prayers tonight because that is creepy. It's so creepy. Who does that? And I couldn't see anything, so it's like that means whoever was doing that had to be right below my balcony. They weren't across the street or anything because I couldn't see anything. So that means they have to be like right below my balcony for that voice to be that clear. So I was like, that means it's, I have to step out, look over the railing. Yeah. They said it's spooky season, so we're going to start it off with the bang. Spooky, scary skeletons, man. They're not coming after me. What did I do? <laughs> you have a Ouija board on your wall. <laughs> You that have claimed the spirits. Point. Now you're complaining because the spirits want to meet you. <laughs> he doesn't move. He's done nothing. Don't blame him. What, Don't you also have a haunted doll on top of that? Oh, at the science center. Yeah, I did have a haunted doll for a while. He was <laughs> fine. People got very I nervous. Saw, so I went into Vaughn's today. Vaughn, like the grocery store. Like the, It's the safe way of Southern California. Nice. Yeah. They're all about the same. It's pretty much safe. I thought you it's broke into a dude named Vaughn's house. You were just like, Vaughn, no. open up. I need groceries. <laughs> run them cab, run the cabbage, the milk, everything. <laughs> Put it in the bag. <laughs> no, yes, this was the grocery chain, Vaughn's. Um, <laughs> Uh, and why were they selling these Annabelle-looking knockoff little dolls uh, just in one of the random aisles above, like, the seasoning salts? I don't know why, uh, but I was tempted to buy one. But I didn't. But it was just <laughs> very random that at Vons they were selling, like, these little Annabelle-looking dolls um, in just this random area of the store. Oh. I'm pretty sure the Annabelle doll, though, was like a series of dolls back in the day. No, it's it just wasn't now, a doll. Yeah, just now they've been turned into like a creepy horror movie fixture. But, you know, back in the day, the the uh, and we're, we're using the word Annabelle in reference to the type of doll. The, so you can readily identify it, folks. We're not going to censor out every time we say the, the name. OK, <laughs> Right. <laughs> it, it was originally a rag doll, like one of those. I had one when I was a kid. Uh, I think I left it out in the rain, and it had to be thrown away because I, yeah, I got gross and moldy and muddy. And it's like, yeah, you could wash it, but there's no real point because those things mm -hmm. were they was broke at the seams because they were like just fabric and barely any stuffing. Would oh, you yeah. ever get uh, Annabelle looking doll? No, not when not when Barbies exist. <laughs> there are better looking dolls that have more versatility. Now we live in the modern era, what right? We have modern toys. You have. What if you have a daughter who's like, I want the creepy doll. And I will and tell her Barbie. the devil is a liar. All right, and like, listen, you, you gonna have to get on up out of here because they <laughs> they ain't coming she, in this house. <laughs> she could be like the next Elvira. And that could pique her interest and start her interest in, you know, like... And notice Elvira got school. started when she was an adult. And when she's 18 and old enough to, to make her own decisions, she can be Elvira outside of my damn house. 
What if she's one of those kids who like to get like collect those like dolls? I was talking about to somebody about like going to estate sales. I'm like, I really like it, except they always every estate sale has like a doll room, and there's always a racist doll. Which if you have one, a racist doll, all right, could be a gift. Kind of get it, you know. Let you know bygones be bygones. Bygones be bygones. Uh, you know, a lot of things were racist. People didn't realize it until like later years. What estate sale I went to with my sister, there was about five to six of them. And I was talking about those straight up racist dolls, the, the black ones with the red lips, everything like that. And I was like, you're just putting that on display for people too? Like you're not pretending, you know, your mom or your dad were like good people. You had those in the middle of this creepy ass doll room. All right, I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> Like, why would you display those for sale? No, excuse me. This. But, hey, somebody will uh, buy them. Yeah, what if she's the one? <laughs> That's worse. I don't. <laughs> it makes me very tired to think about. But yeah, what if she likes like porcelain dolls? Yeah, that's fine. Dolls, if they're not, if they're not, if they're not possessed, that's fine. We might have to talk about how many, you know, because that's going to be an expensive hobby. And then you know, on top of that, you know, what I mean, like it might be they might be really sensitive. And it's like, listen, if we're going to be moving or stuff like that, like you got you got to limit the amount you're going to have. OK, you put the doll uh, right next to her. It's going to be. No, they're, no, the collector's you, items. Wait, 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 you can't you, put wait, them next you, to her. <laughs> OK, OK. You put it on a shelf. You put it on a shelf in, in her room. You wake up, that doll will show up on your bedside table. Oh, like an elf on the shelf? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this time the parent does the parent's not involved. The parent doesn't have any involvement in moving that in moving that doll. It's, it's now do what any sensible itself. black person would do and we're moving. The whole house. Oh, yes, as Throw a, the whole as house a woman away. of color. <laughs> as a woman of color, I did not go towards the singing voice outside <laughs> i kept my ass mm-hmm. indoors right. and i also grabbed the bat just in case that is something how you know I'm they weren't singing the chances. song alex the summer hit of 1967 no... that is not a real song <laughs> <laughs> he's begging shit up but you you thought about it though didn't you <laughs> well two... there's so many songs with people's names i'm like is there <laughs> There's a song by Lizzo called Jerome. This is true. There <laughs> There's a song called Nah, huh? But she's like singing bad about a guy named Jerome. It's like half bad, uh, half good. It's like the song is about being like, like Jerome. Like we're, we have to break up, and it's not that you're not a you're not a nice guy in some ways or attractive or anything. It's just you're just not right for me. That's what the song really is. It's really weird. Okay, it's confusing. So I, I found so. Okay, wait. Let me look up Alex too. I found a couple songs named Jonathan. Oh, I found the Alex song. Oh, it's just the YouTube channel is the guy who sings your name over and over. Okay, never mind. But there's a <laughs> uh, like that. Yeah, Ariana <laughs> found that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a song by. Gail named called Alex. And then there's a song by AK Songstress called Jonathan. 
So the person who sang my song is named Gail? Yes. Yeah, I, don't know, I feel like that's a country song. <laughs> let's, do we want to play it? No, because okay, we can't let's... afford those rights. Yes, we can. Nah, YouTube, right. we can't. <laughs> Unless Alex, yeah, you just got to cut that. Also, I'm going to have to find this song now and We're put it into one. the audio recording. You're going to make me have no. more work. Okay, we'll just we'll do it afterwards. We'll, we'll, we'll play it afterwards. Uh, Jerome, how are you doing? more of a thing. I'm fine. I'm good. Uh, just been keeping busy. Been doing a lot of things. Uh, did the Laser Wu-Tang Clan show. That was fun. Um, then uh been doing a lot of playing a lot of video games you know to buy the time uh watched a few movies i won't mention them here but uh i had a fun time watching a few of those uh there are movies that i missed that were in theaters that i wanted to catch uh that came out this year so it's good stuff um i did uh go to pax uh west earlier this uh this month it was fun time Played some video games, got to play Tekken 8 early. So it's looking good. Can't wait for that to come out in January. Was hoping Mortal Kombat would be there, uh, but it's not. But that's okay. Um, and uh, pff, what else happened this summer? Um, uh, or uh, recently. Um, no, that's pretty much it. I haven't really done a whole lot of stuff. Been mostly just keeping busy with work. Work has been insane uh, with just a lot of stuff. We've been, especially at the Laser Dome, just dealing with a lot of summer camp kids, um, which they've been great. The kids are really sweet. I, I haven't had many complaints, um, but it's just it can be exhausting is what it is granted and that's coming from someone who's not even a counselor i can't imagine what it is to be a summer camp counselor and uh what they i think the news was report reporting saying this has been the hottest summer it's been record high heat this summer so being a camp counselor out here right now in this heat trying to run around and catch these dang kids can't imagine it it's too much too much it's too much <laughs> uh I used to be a nanny when I was when I was like younger and I used to do babysitting a lot. I would never ever do that again. Unless you like either you stay in that type of prof for profession forever or the moment you leave that profession, you'll never return. I've met people who it's were they're like no. Yeah, they're like no, I'm never going back. I love those kids. Those kids were great. I always had fun. I see some of them now as adults and I'm like Oh, I changed your diaper. So sweet. But never in my life again will I ever take care of a child unless it's mine. <laughs> never. And I'm not having those. So, so I get, yeah, having to deal with kids in the summertime too. Because kids in the summertime are kind of whiny because it's hot. Mm -hmm. And because they need that energy to just like let out because mm -hmm. at school they could just let out all that energy at school and then come home and be tired yeah so it's With been the laser dome do the kids actually sit and watch the show or do you gotta deal with them running around a lot oh no they watch yeah it's same rules it's just uh no we didn't do any special shows just for summer camps uh they just would join in on like regular show times uh with everybody else although we had a bunch of uh summer camps come through so realistically unintentionally there would be some shows where it was strictly summer camp kids but not because uh 
they scheduled it that way. It's just uh, the general public didn't buy tickets. <laughs> so for that specific show and the summer camp kids kind of filled up all the slots um, between our summer camp, you know, at Pacific Science Center specifically and other summer camps like the Boys and Girls Club came and um, another a couple different foreign exchange summer camps came from different countries and stuff like that. And then just regular other summer camps around. So it's been it was a busy, busy, busy summertime, which is uh, good. Did anybody else notice? Oh, fuck. Sorry. Uh, side note. Uh, I saw that on Instagram, Indy, he went to a laser show. Did he go to yours? No, he went to a different stage where there was a lot of lasers and stuff, though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Real. Uh, well, I mean, he works there, so I'm, uh, he gets enough of our laser dome in his day to day. But uh, also, me and Ari have started playing Baldur's Gate together, which has been fun because she's been wanting to play D anD D with me for a while, and now she technically gets to do so in the digital landscape. <laughs> uh, Laura mentioned that game to me. She said it was like really, it was kind of because we were talking about co- like cozy or just like fun games. Uh, I'm playing Lake right now, which is just, it's like 1987, you're on a small Oregon coast town, and you just deliver mail. So, it's fun. Interesting. I mean, listen, I've done it, I've, I've played uh, Space Sims where I just became a space mailman. All I do is deliver packages. <laughs> Like and that was fine by me. I'm like it's satisfying. It makes me feel like I'm I'm like I'm I'm doing something. Like I, I, have, I have. What happens if you don't deliver the mail? Do you die? No. <laughs> that'd be, that's the whole point of the, of the game. That'd be so funny if someone's just at gunpoint, just like yeah, that's right. Put the goddamn envelope in the goddamn mailbox. Put it in there. <laughs> I did upset an old woman in the game. I kept saying the wrong thing. She got very suspicious of me. I was like, "Dude, take your take your teddy bear wrap thing and go inside." <laughs> so I did get an old woman pissed at me in the game. Not pissed, but like, yeah, she called me rude. I was like, "What the hell?" Uh, but that's the point of these games. It's like there's no like time limit. It's not a stressor. They're called, or the way I see them on TikTok, they're called cozy games, where you just mm, there's you know, no just like associate with something states. cute. It's- yeah, there's yeah. no stakes. It's just something to do and relax while doing. See, for me, I need. Yeah. I can, I've played a few cozy games, but I need like more. Like I've been, we've been playing Baldur's Gate three together. So, but mainly just because that's a story based game. It's all D and D. Literally, it's based off D and D. So all the the things that are in D and D, like proficiencies, the rolls, checks, uh, spells, everything. It's all stuff from D and um, But also, I've been playing No Man's Sky again. Which is a game that has come from, like, it has lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. Because <laughs> No Man's Sky is a game that came out, I want to say, like a decade ago now, or something like that. Um, and it uh, originally, the whole point was it was just supposed to be a space sim uh, encouraging exploration. You spawned on a random planet with a broken ship, you fix your ship, and then just explore the galaxy with the only goal being to get to the center of the galaxy. But people who played the game when it first came out, like me, uh, uh, a lot of them were like, this is boring. 
And it's because they had expectations that, to be quite honest, they did not advertise, but they were still like, but we want these, this thing anyway. The only thing they that they promised that I think they didn't deliver on when the game first came out was the type of environments you would come into. Because every planet um, is slightly different. And it's procedurally generated, which means that the second you arrive, it makes the planet. But the second you leave, all that information just goes away until you come back. Uh, so when you get there, it randomly just like it basically is like a number generator. It randomly starts putting together the planet when you arrive because it's like, oh, you're at this new planet. OK, we got to grab this, 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 this and this. Put that together. This is the planet now. And um, so and uh they like so certain planets have weather conditions that are extremer than others like some places are like beautiful and like have oceans and everything's fine in other places it's like radioactive or there's snowstorms or it's super hot or there's no atmosphere like it's just like a moon or something um but there was very few compared to there is now where now you can run into planets that are completely different from each other you can run into a lava planet maybe i haven't found one yet but i think it's possible but that's a game that's like my kind of cozy game because i can just fly around through space there's no cutscenes. you literally land from space through the atmosphere you like see the fire around your ship because all first person so you see it like burning up upon entry land on the planet get out of your ship mine plants like catalog animals and stuff and trees and things explore and uh, you can do that if you want or if you want to be a space pirate you can do that too <laughs> you could you could shoot down like stuff and take take minerals and rob other spaceships and freighters so it's awesome <laughs> it feels like that's like there's just a lot going on that makes it feel less like a cozy game because a cozy game is just literally you do this and you do a mindless mindlessness you know i'm just driving a little truck mailing stuff around oh it can't be mindless the way i'm describing it makes it sound like there's something happening every minute there really isn't there's a lot of times where you're just walking around on a desolate planet because you can unless you're playing multiplayer you don't really interact with people very often it's kind of just you out in space by yourself so a lot of times you're just walking around on a planet with no one to talk to mining trees and rocks and things for sometimes hours <laughs> just to, yeah just trying to collect materials that's it <laughs> also cheddar's cheddar. cheddar finds his excited yeah i was like look sleeping he was giving me the dirtiest look earlier i don't know like he was judging me hard i feel like this like is the first time we've seen and he like you've seen cheddar just relaxed Normally, he's up when we do the podcast. <laughs> That's because, so I do suffer from insomnia, and I've been kind of experiencing it a lot lately. So I'm keeping him up at night. And I finally, I'll go to bed, like, I'll attempt to go to bed, or I'll get in my bed around, like, 4. But he wakes up at 5 to demand to be fed. So he'll sleep for an hour, but his internal clock, I guess, doesn't let him sleep. So he wakes up at 5. And goes like, well, now it's time to feed me. I have cat things to do. <laughs> so now he's he's more sleepy, of course, during the day. But then I'm, I wasn't home today. I was helping my sister with something. So today he got he's been able to just sleep around because I've been working from home lately. So I've just been annoying him every time like a call ends. I'll just 
turn my chair around and I'm like, Cheddar. Cheddar. <laughs> yeah, so he needs it. He needs his beauty sleep. There there are times when I let Gibson sleep on my bed for the night. Uh and he he's pretty good usually. Sometimes he will creep over a little bit too much to my side. And I gotta be like, scoop back, like give me some room. Like, dang, you're pushing me off the bed. Um and, and then but usually he's he's pretty good. And then in the morning, when he just like when he's ready to to get up, he won't do anything. Uh, but he'll just like sit up and just like stay not get too close, but just like mm-hmm. stare at me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll wake up and then he's just like staring. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> do you do you have do you have do I have something you want? So yeah. I love it when pets stare at you, especially in like the dead of night. Mm-hmm. They'll just be like but like what what why why are you start do you want to eat me or do you want something to eat <laughs> and you, you can't tell there's another another creepy story before we get to jonathan and what he did this summer was there the one time uh cheddar was next to me but i didn't know he was next to me i thought he was at the foot of the bed because i that's what looked like cheddar in the darkness, <laughs> I swear to God, it was him. And I'm like, all right, there's Cheddar. And then I turned around. Nope, he's sleeping right next to my head. I'm like, the fuck is that? And you know how if you stare at something, even in the dark, you eventually like, okay, I can t- I kind of can tell what it is or the shape changes and it get a more clear picture. No, the shape didn't change. I'm like, that's a cat. There's another cat on my bed. Who? How did it get in here? So I like slowly reached out. It was a blanket. That was the... Why was that... Why did that like same? Ex- I think I, I I was telling you guys about it too, or maybe I told somebody else. But that <laughs> almost that same exact thing happened to me, like almost almost verbatim. It's it, it's except changed the, the word cat for dog. Um, yeah, it, it 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 was almost the same thing. But Gibson was sleeping in his bed, and there was a like something. There was a dog next to me, and it was the middle of the night. I was like, did what? Did Gibson bring a friend in here or something? Like. But no, it was just it's, like a blanket or like, yeah, something. It's so creepy because like, like I said, eventually you can see it like closely look at it and you're like, all right, something's changing or the shape changes or you're able to identify other stuff. It wasn't until I put my hands directly on that, that I'm like, that's a cover. That's not a cat. <laughs> I was fully expecting it to like meow. And, and, and in the middle of the night, you're you're not in your right headspace. Like anything could happen in the middle of the night. Like you're not fully conscious. And my glasses were off. I'm pretty blind without these. <laughs> I, for, I forget that. I forget that sometimes at night because I'll get up to like do something. I'm like, oh, let me just do that. And I'm like, why is everything? I'm like, I need to turn on the lights. I can't see anything. Turn on the lights, and I'm like, oh, oh, I remember why. I can't see anything. I'm blind. At three in the morning, I completely forget I need glasses. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to be as nearsighted as I am. It, it's. It's very helpful for when I'm in the house where I'm like, I can see everything perfectly fine. It's just, it's when I, it's when I need to drive or I need to be out and about that I'm like, no, you need the glasses. You need, <laughs> like, what if there's an axe murderer, like, you know, like five feet away? Now he's blurry. You, <laughs> you need to, you need to see. Well, there was that murderer who escaped that prison. Did you, did y'all see him crab walking? Yeah. No, I didn't he see that. He crab walk up a wall. 
Uh-huh. Spider-Man. And through through the fencing, through like the barbed wiring and the Yeah. He literally turned into Spider-Man to escape prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they kept fi- they kept finding like I think sightings around like malls, really crowded areas. People are like, how are people not catching him if he keeps getting recorded or like called the like reported or seen in like really crowded areas or local areas but like he's still around you know what does anybody else remember that during the summertime bam or jail what's the skateboarders bam Bam. yeah he was on the run from the cops for a minute there was a man uh man search for him in pennsylvania Interesting. That was something I never thought I'd see. Uh, he apparently assaulted, allegedly, assaulted his brother. And then when the cops were called, he took off into the backwoods area of his house. And for 24 hours, he was not seen. But eventually, I don't know if he turned himself in or something like that, but he was found. That's crazy. I think it's so interesting when I find, like old celebrities I was like obsessed with as a teenager or something like that like what are they doing now oh oh things really went down for you yeah like Mm -hmm. and it was actually really sad with uh I think this was a couple weeks ago um I feel really bad for him but Mitchell Musso I don't know if you guys heard about him he Mm -hmm. was arrested um and his headshot he didn't he didn't look not headshot mugshot uh he didn't look really great he was arrested for like stealing uh, a bag of chips and something <laughs> no. else it's like, what was the bag of chips because depending on the bag yeah, of chips he might be justified and might get away with it in a court of law like what would be your just, just i'm just nobody like, if you ever have to pay for a bag of funyuns no, you, you, you getting arrested if you stealing Funyuns, all right? What, you trying to rush your way to getting bad breath? Nah, you, you be all right. Okay, you be okay. No, I was going to say, like, I don't know, like, um, like, uh, like them, them, uh, the, what's it called? Like jalapeno or not, not jalapeno, the, uh. The spicy like know, uh, 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 cheddar like, chips that uh, LeBron has now right now with the ruffles that has like LeBron's face on it. Uh-huh. Those are good. They hot. They hot. Now you gonna be sweating, but it, but they're good. Dang it, they're good. <laughs> they're gonna be the new. They're the reason they're sold out everywhere I go because all the black people buy them up. That has to be the theory because black people we you love our what? spicy Those chips. Those aren't spicy. Those aren't spicy to me. You know what? Actually, Doritos spicy chips. They actually, they get hot. I'm so surprised. So people are always like, oh, these those. chips are really hot. I'm like, no, they're not. Um, but these Dorito ones that are, they're hot, you should. They're actually really good. Huh? Uh, don't get me wrong, though. LeBron James, they're, they're, they're tasty. I like them. They got good flavor. But there's like no real heat for me behind it. But like, they're still good. And if I see them, I'll buy them. Mm-hmm. I, also, the bar, uh, barbecue's Lay's chips. You shouldn't go to jail if you steal some barbecue Lay's chips. Uh, those are those 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 hit. Even no, see, even I, plain I Lays, see you plain should Lays. go. You should go to jail for that. Well, you don't like the barbecue what? chips. No, is I because the bag's the black. Is, is that what it is? Those. It's just black. I thought it was right. Jonathan's just like I'm not having this. We just we just got back. I'm not having this. Right. No, because those are literally a dollar at the do- or a dollar twenty five at the Jerome. Dollar Tree. There's Sorry, I was gonna to say. Steal those. I was gonna say Jerome's getting it in 
while he can't because Hispanic Heritage Month is next week. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was nice to y'all during your month. <laughs> you gotta be nice to me during my month. This, uh, this, I'm just saying, if you steal a bag, it's always like every celebrity always gets caught stealing this dumbest shit too. Because what did Martha Stewart get caught for? I know it's shoplifting. I just. I think- I thought, yeah, I thought it was tax No, she got well. Martha that may have been a part of it, but she like she initially got arrested for like shoplifting. I think. I don't feel like that's right because it's Martha Stewart. She's smart. What? what yeah. She can't steal. <laughs> Everybody has the thief. No, Martha, the thief gene I, in no them. I feel like Martha Stewart is too smart. No, I agree with that part. I feel like she's too smart. She would have outmaneuvered somebody if she stole something. Hold on, let's let's look at the IMDB. We'll we'll find out. We'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I doubt that. Uh, that would was, be an I, I think you might be thinking of Winona Ryder. Winona I'm Ryder just received that. 480 hours for a shoplifting conviction in 2001. That happened around. The same I don't time see anything. Stewart, I, I don't. I don't see anything about Martha Stewart and shoplifting. <laughs> is it? Is it? You know, not? Yeah, Martha Stewart went to. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Winona Ryder. Martha Stewart went to like the nice federal jail. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. the ones you know, the jails rich people go to for like tax, the white collar crimes, as they call them. I will say tax though, Martha Stewart is the, is the woman who the I've one of the few celebrities who's taken her conviction and made it like work for her because she's still out here a famous, b making new products and things and promoting things, and is still relevant. Like people still talk about Martha Stewart all the time. I'm like you. She was just on Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Issue. I'm just saying, like Martha Stewart. Like I'm because you look at someone like Wesley Snipes. He went to jail for tax evasion too. People don't be talking about Wesley like that. Well, also Snoop Dogg is cool (laughs) with the Stewart. (laughs) I feel like the Stewart is cool with Wesley Snipes too. (laughs) But but him and Martha are cool. That is a thing. They are like good friends. They have a wine together. They have a wine together and they have a cookbook together. Yeah, they've like they've they've monetized their friendship. Mm-hmm. They've I been able to absolutely profit off of it. love Snoop Dogg's like the direction he's going into life now because this man like it's my favorite thing from like I think I saw it on Twitter or something where this man is no longer going for a career. He's doing all the side goals, all the side quests. <laughs> you you're like oh I'll do that later near the end of the game when I'm almost done because he's doing he's now doing children's rap. There's a like a song where he's like, "Be kind to each other." Yes, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, he's done a cookbook. As long as it's better than those... Mr. T's uh, "Respect Your Mother" rap. Y'all ever heard that? No, no. y'all haven't heard Mr. T's "Respect Your Mother." Well, we gotta listen to that after that. <laughs> if you okay, know, you know. Okay, <laughs> if I you think know, we you probably have a, play uh, that we without have getting a jam changed. session. <laughs> we don't have a jam think... session after this. Yeah. But I see, what, I see what you're saying, Alex. I, oh, I was going to say, I see what you're saying, Alex. Now he's currently in Call of Duty. Who? Snoop? Mm-hmm. There's a new thing. What I, is he doing? There's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like in honor of 50 years of hip-hop, which I think is hilarious. Okay, uh, they're doing a DLC thing for like 50 years of hip-hop, you know, and it is the 50 year, 50th year anniversary of hip-hop, by the way, for those mm-hmm. who don't know. Um, but... Uh, so they got Snoop Dogg, and it's like, okay, 
That makes sense. He's like a hip hop legend, been around a long time, still out here doing stuff. That makes sense. The other two, because three skins, the other two are Nicki Minaj and 21 Savage. Now, don't get me wrong. Nicki Minaj is a part of hip hop history, but I'm like, you just go skip over Eve? Skip over Little Kim? Hell, skip over MC Light or Salt and Pepper? Like, they, all of those women are still alive to this day that you could have called them in bed had them be a skin in Call of Duty. And they made history way before Nicki Minaj did. <laughs> 21 yeah, Savage shouldn't even be. Thing. 21 Savage shouldn't even be Maybe. on the list as a as a skin. I don't know why he's there. He didn't make any hip hop history. He's just a part of the hip hop culture. And the only thing I figure is maybe those two, maybe they play video games, is why they were asked to do skins. Or maybe maybe I've the never artists heard didn't release their talk about like, games. I could be there too. <laughs> yeah. Because I've seen on some but, like Twitter or other posts where r- other rappers or singers have like kind of insulted Snoop Dogg for like the shit he's doing now, but he's like, I have millions. What do you got? Like the it's one time I think 50 Cent called him out on his like, because he got a French manicure. 50 he's like, Cent is the last good. person to talk smack. All right. You right? have gone com- completely native. You ain't gangster no more. Uh, <laughs> and that's a good yeah, thing. Like, you left that I'm life behind to be a businessman. <laughs> but it's him, Snoop, and Shaq. Those are the ones that just expand their businesses, expand their reach. There was a time, I think it was this summer, uh, for about three weeks, where Shaq was at a different place on TikTok. He was like, he was at, um, I don't even remember where he was. He was in the crowd of some parade. I don't know why. Why wasn't he just in the parade? He was in the crowd of some parade. Because the man likes to be out and about sometimes. He was he was swimming with these random like kids. He was in a pool with these random kids. I don't know why. Um, and then he has a Shacktoberfest, uh, <laughs> which is in LA uh, every year. So he he does he makes his money. I, I'm considering doing it, uh, but he makes his money. He he knows how to make his money. But Snoop Dogg doesn't uh, even need the money. This man's just doing it for the fun of it. He's like, I'm not ready to retire. He's like. Or I guess he doesn't want to go the way of like other rappers and singers that are like, I'm staying in the music business permanently, which is understandable. If that's your business, that's your business. Snoop Dogg's now like, I'm doing everything. He's like, I coach my kids, you know, team. He's like, I wrote a cookbook. I got a winery with Martha Stewart. I do the Olympics with uh, Kevin Hart now, which you should, if you guys you, can wait, you do Olympics, a show so talking about the Olympics or is it because doing the Olympics I don't think makes it, people I don't, think. I don't think it's the Olympics of it's called. Uh, I know they, they do, do a show. ESPN. Yeah, they do a show together where they just make fun of basically all the all the crazy stuff that happens in sports, which is a lot, and that makes sense. <laughs> I thought that show was him in The Rock. No, it's him and Kevin Hart, uh, Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart. That's yeah. them too. It started out with The Rock. Don't I Kevin... remember seeing it only on the Olympics. So sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I know Kevin Hart and The Rock did a show at some point where they were doing like sports related. <laughs> Maybe but I'm not sure. It might be, it might I mean, be Kevin Hart has so many shows. He does so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan, do you have anything to say specifically towards you that you've done this summer while we while we still got <laughs> you here? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, 
not in particular. You know, I had, uh, it's been a summer uh, of work, um, like cool, a lot of cool one-off stuff. Uh, I got to go back to Seattle uh, for 4th of July. That was a lot of fun. Saw you guys. We watched a movie starring uh, or that has the same title as uh, one of the U.S. states um, in uh, I think we could say who's in the movie. We could just say star. <laughs> well, saying that has the name as one of the U.S. states is, is more fun than saying. Fair Arizona, enough. So. <laughs> State sucks. <laughs> well, there you go. Insulting so all of the fans in that state. <laughs> From Illinois. All right. They got the same love for me back that I got for them. <laughs> um, uh, cool. But, but uh, I was going to say this past week, it was a battle because uh, Beyonce had her um, her three nights in L.A., including her birthday Ooh. show on uh, Labor Day this past weekend. And uh, I, I, Renaissance, ever, ever since Renaissance dropped, it's been on my playlist so I was I was really uh, about to bite the bullet and get some tickets. Or really have my wallet, yeah, have my wallet <laughs> bite the bullet and get some tickets. Uh, and I was looking at because I I've, I've been seeing a lot of uh, like TikToks and people saying that oh just get tickets last minute there will be tickets available. The prices go down when you get closer to the event because people are just trying to sell. That's what Kaylee tickets. does. Like they just want some money. Yeah, mm-hmm. which did happen. They didn't go down quite as much as I wanted, but uh, there was one point where there was a floor seat and it was like, it was, it was cheap. It was like cheap. And I, and I was like, do I get it? I, I, I clicked on it. I'm like, okay, I reserved it. Now, uh, now do I get it? Like, yeah, I think I'll get it. Oh, shoot. I haven't logged into Ticketmaster in a long time. Got to log into my account. Oh, don't know the password. Got to change my password. All right. Okay. Enter my credit card details in. All right. Okay. Click. This ticket is no longer available. Yeah. So I went through all Listen, you got to scoop them up. You got to scoop them up when you see them. You can't wait. You can't hesitate. Because if you hesitate. You should have been logged in beforehand, man. The thing is, the thing is on mobile, you know how on desktop it has the countdown clock. We're reserving this ticket for seven minutes and 59 seconds, blah, blah, blah. And it counts down on mobile. It doesn't do that. So I was (laughs) like, okay, I got time. I got time. Apparently I didn't. And Ticketmaster, you're on my hit list for that. Ticketmaster's always been trash though. Everybody know that. (laughs) Yes. I don't like that. I, I I like it, but I hate that cl- countdown because when I am trying to decide if I really do want to spend that money, it's like it's only this morning. I'm like, okay, okay, but like calm down, <laughs> just trying to think, is this going to be worth it? I do really like them, but like, like I'm going to be paying for this for a minute, especially when you put it on credit card. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, in the end, I've I've seen all of the all of the videos and footage, so I feel like I've been there in a sense and I had friends and stuff that way. So, but, um, but, and, but, and I am glad that I, you know, I didn't have to sell out a huge chunk of change. I could use it on maybe something else. So, uh, there we go. But speaking of, of the Renaissance tour, I was going to mention, uh, topically, uh, there were a lot of, uh, at this show, especially her birthday show, 
there were a lot of celebs uh, in attendance, including one Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet. I don't know if y'all saw this. I saw it. I did not yeah. and probably didn't make my news circuit because I. if it's another relationship thing, I'm like, I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> they, the they did a hard launch of their I'm really relationship. Following right now, oh, yeah. The only relationship story I'm following right now is uh, Nick, Nick Jonas. Oh, Joe Jonas. I knew you were on Yeah. Only because, like, he, he really tried. And Sophie Turner said nothing. And then everybody was like, yeah, but do you remember every single interview where you said this? Everybody came out with all these receipts. And now Sophie Turner seemed like, yeah, we're just going to divorce. <laughs> and like, if you I, go to listen. Joe Jonas's like TikTok or the Jonas Brothers TikTok or their Instagram, everybody's written the Queen of the North, the Queen of the North, <laughs> all over their comments. It's so petty. I love it. I love it. I'm they, here for it. Like celebrities need to just realize you'll never be happy until you get like Deborah from McDonald's or something. Like just a random regular degular person is who you need to be with because almost is like at least 80% of the celebrities who marry other celebrities, like high-end celebrities too. I'm not talking about the people like, for example, um, uh, Heidi Gardner from uh, SNL is married to Zeb Wells, who's a comic book writer. Perfect matching. Zeb ain't super famous, but he's very successful. He's a very prolific comic book writer, has won awards. He's a great, great writer. They work well together. She's on SNL. She's more high profile in that sense. You know, that 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 makes sense. If you're two high profile people, it almost never works. Or your relationship is just weird. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's either you one of the two, one of the two. I think it is when you're when you're too much in the limelight. It's you. It's hard to like. It's hard to have a relationship in general than to have like everything you do on the front page of something. You get no privacy. You get no moments. Every fight is broadcasted. It's you just can't have like a normal. Uh, look at the way Cheddar has his face planted in the bed. That boy is tired. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is tired. I'm so sorry, Cheddar. <laughs> how how long down. do you give? How long do you give Timothy and, and Kylie? Mm, I, don't know. I don't think long. They were making out at that concert. I and she was kissing him while he was long. smoking. So. And for all you know, they could just be kicking it. Yeah, I mean, they might no, not even really be together. He might just be like, look, I'm just here, I'm here to smoke. I can't do that. I'm just yeah. here to be with really her for a little that. bit, and then we're out. Same thing, or maybe Kylie's thinking that she's like me and Timothy. This is just a just a minor thing. This ain't gonna last. Well, they've been rumored to be dating for like months. This this is like the official first public display of it. Besides, the only the only I feel person like you can't of the casually date when you're a celebrity. The only Kardashian clan I care yeah. about is Kendall because she's the normal one. Everybody else is weird. Well, she's dating Bad Bunny. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, that it matters. She don't need my approval. Bad bunny. <laughs> yeah, but she's kind of weak and bad bunny. So like, she's like mild bunny now. Um, <laughs> not as bad bunny. <laughs> I I I had about the Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner thing. I barely knew they were married. Um, I didn't, didn't know, know they, they had kids. kids. Yeah, I yeah, didn't know they had kids. But I had a. a after I found out that they were divorcing, I had a dream about them that same night that I was like in the Jonas camp 
and everybody was talking mad smack about Sophie Turner. I don't know why I had that dream, but maybe I have some inside scoop that like I'm getting from the universe that they're talking smack about it. But yeah, I I just had that dream that night. Uh, Yeah. And didn't really like have anything to do with their relationship beforehand. I did not, I had no investment in their relationship beforehand. See, I love TikTok. I learned so much stuff and I saved so many videos and like, it's so funny to me. And again, she do learn quite a bit from TikTok. I've learned to do stuff, but then it forces me to learn about celebrity relationships. I don't care about, but every other video is about that. So I'll end up putting down my phone and I forget to change the TikTok. So I'm hearing every detail about their marriage. I'm like, I don't care. But now I'm invested because you won't stop showing me these videos. And that's how they get you. I, TikTok plays you. I never get invested because like, I'm like, care. who cares? Their drama is just the same well, drama everybody else deals with. The only reason we care is because they're famous. But the reality is uh, Brad and I don't know, like uh, what's what's a random name? Megan are dealing with the same thing who work down at the Olive Garden you know who live their lives. No, no, random people are living the exact same life. They're just not famous, so we don't give a shit. So I don't care about this random famous people's relationships. I give a shit. I get into people's business. I shouldn't be in. I live for that gossip. I don't get involved in things I should not be involved in. I'm just saying. My job, my literal day job is about celebrities. So. No, you have an excuse. I'm saying. (laughs) I'm saying. I'm just nosy. I like that cheesehead. Like, I'm going to go out there. If I hear, like, somebody arguing outside on my street, for some reason, all of a sudden, I have to be by my car. That I left something in my car that I cannot find. <laughs> All right. I will go to places. I've literally done that where I've like walked and just stood there and be like, just drinking coffee. Wish me <laughs> I will, I will say though, uh, like, uh, what are you guys' bets on, uh, the Beyonce Taylor Swift fight that's going to happen, uh, later this year? Like boxing, like has to be all right. Taylor's gonna have to prepare them hands because she can't be the number two most streamed artist in the world over Beyonce. Okay, this can't happen. Remember when Beyonce ruled the world, and now all of a sudden Taylor Swift just came in, swept in, took over. They all they did was say the Taylor Swift era's tour movie, like the concert movie, was coming out, and within seconds. Showings were selling out. Tickets were flying off of the inner off the interwebs to people's like phones and tablets and everything else. Like it's it's insane. It's been the year of Taylor Swift this year. Apparently, you cannot use your AMC uh, reward uh, stubs for that. Hmm. And and with AMC stubs, isn't that what what it's called? A A list. Sorry, with AMC A list. No, I think they're it's stubs, isn't for, it? It is stubs or is now. It regal stubs. No, it's there's. I think they're two different things. There's because there is AMC stubs, and then they also say, and also as part of our A list. And I'm like, so which ones the which oh. ones which? Right. I, I don't I understand. Like, wait, yeah, this. one thing is called stubs. I was like, yeah, you're right. One thing is called stubs, but I didn't know if that was like Regal's thing because Regal has something like that too. Yeah, I don't get it. But sorry, but but yeah. with with but but with that. Uh, Because I have the membership and you can 
get into any movie. IMAX, 3D, doesn't matter. But the, where the line is drawn is apparently Taylor Swift. <laughs> so I'm going to say Taylor Swift will win in the end. Not because Taylor Swift is a better artist, but because her fans are more insane. Her fans are some of the craziest we have seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. They will, you say something wrong, they go after you. You say something bad, to, they will come for you and they'll come for your family. There's no, <laughs> as I've seen some as of them. you're saying I've they're crazy on a bunch. Sitting here with a bat, they're looking to try something with me. All right, I'm ready to fight a demon who was calling me earlier today. I, I'll, I'll crazy the Swifts, I'm fine. But like in general, I'm really I not letting you go. Just that, that, back. that cr- it's been in my head. That creeped me out. They called so me crazy. They used to no call idea. me Crazy Joe, and now they can call me Batman. <laughs> you should retro review that movie. One Isn't day. it nice? It was. It was uh, one my stepdad gave me. Totally mm. Dennis Slugger. It is nice. Yeah. But I, I do, but, I do, I think I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think that Taylor Swift just she has better crossover appeal than Beyonce does because Beyonce makes great music, but all of her music is for adults. Very seldom does she make a song that is for like family. Like you could put it, you could just put it on uncensored on the radio, like on your on your Spotify with your kids in the car. Very like especially nowadays. Now Beyonce's in a complete. Maybe back in the nineties to early two thousands, you there was a chance. Not anymore. Like now, everything she puts out is explicit. Versus Taylor Swift puts that's out music that's for everybody. Version. That's when you get the kids. About so version. what you're saying is that's when you version. don't get the Beyonce song because <laughs> because that's not that's, Beyonce. Hey, or they even changed lyrics. She did, make a, she, she did make a clean version of the album. There is a clean version out there. <laughs> so just put that on. But I'm just saying because really in, in, in the in the clean version of Cuff It, uh, instead of like because she she says like we gonna f up the night a whole bunch of times and like I'm in the mood to f something up like she says that a whole bunch of times in the song. Uh, in in the clean version she says uh, we gonna roll up tonight we gonna roll up tonight and I'm in the mood to pour something up. So that's how that's that's how which uh, tells me like I that's the thing whenever people can't whenever celebrities make like an album right and it's extremely explicit then they make a clean version where they just change the lyrics that tells me so you didn't have to curse in this song you could have made it radio friendly from the beginning <laughs> you just chose no, not to. the clean version usually the clean version is usually the inferior version that's why they make the explicit. I'm words. just saying, you look at, okay, you look at like Black Eyed Peas, right? Everybody knows this story. The ultimate clean version song. Their original song, Let's Get Retarded. You didn't need that to be, Let's Get It Started is the superior version easily and the version that should be the only version that exists. And I think currently it is. It's on Spotify, you can't listen to the yeah, original. Yeah, a lot of people don't. <laughs> a lot of people don't even talk about that other version. Right. My whole thing is, like I said, Taylor Taylor Swift's fans are more crazy, and you're you're actually right. It's also due to that age range, because like the young, like twelve year olds are listening to it to the you know adults now, and they're also way more. Her songs are way more dramatic, not in the sense like it's more music, but like the lyrics are dramatic. Life is dramatic. Like Beyonce's music is really good and danceable, and like there's a deeper meaning, but hers. Taylor Swift's like I'll even listen to them sometimes. I'm like, this is such 
just a dramatic telling of something. But I'm all, again, it's me. So I'm like, I'm all for it. Tell me your drama. <laughs> Tell me why this person is terrible. I feed off of that. Because I grew up watching soap operas my whole life. That was true. Telenovelas. Telenovelas are also superior to soap operas because somebody is coming it. back from the dead. Everybody's slapping everybody. <laughs> There's a lot of slapping going on. It's great. It's great. It's beautiful. I miss telenovelas. I should watch more of them because I have been wanting to watch Spanish TV again because I just, the, just, again, the drama of it. It's not a lot of drama going on in my life. I'm too, too tired for, I'm too tired to have my Speaking- own drama. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, TV, real quick side note, I just remembered. So, as you guys know, Big Brother's on, and we just talked about this because reality TV shows are not struck. But Big Brother is on at the current moment, and there are there's not one, not two, but there's three people on this season cast that are from Washington. That has not happened. A, someone from Washington has not been on a cast since 2016 and one of the people on the cast uh is literally so and and jerome you would know this um so pastor braxton from nbcf yeah i know is 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 her is his sister on the show oh she's 63 years old she's the oldest woman to ever play big brother that's cool uh Yes. I'm sure he's going to mention that at church sometime. <laughs> well, my mom said that he hadn't uh, so far. It, it's like maybe because like... Maybe yes. Maybe there's an NDA type thing or something. Yeah, or maybe because it's like you don't know what's going to happen until she like... <laughs> you don't know if she's going to get canceled or not, but um, yeah. And then someone else on the cast uh, named Heisem, he's in like the Seattle... He, he got a victory. But he's in the Seattle like theater scene, and he, I have like mutual friends who are friends with him. So it's really weird. I have two connections to Big Brother, but that that was my Big Brother side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I watched a couple episodes recently of that show where I'm trying to remember the name. I was trying to look it up. They had the family members of Fame. Yeah, claim to fame. That is my show. Speaking of Jonas Brothers, oh my gosh, that is my show. That is a great show. There, I was like, there's one part that keeps playing in my head where they have this wall of stuff that's like connected loosely to each of them. The commentaries that they keep breaking off to being like, oh my God, people are going to know that's me. That's such mm-hmm. a me. And it's like, that's a shoe. They stapled a shoe to that wall. How are people going to know that? that's connected to your family member right that's a, like an athlete or something it was just the most random stuff you've ever seen on the wall and people were like making the connection and it was like sometimes that wasn't even your item that wasn't your connection uh-huh. you just saw yeah. it's the entitlement and the the belief that they're famous because their family member is famous is <laughs> hilarious delusional again all for it they did you saw the first episode Right of the second season, I think. Yeah, with Tom Hanks's niece. Yes, was she <laughs> and how she freaked out. Uh, I've. She was like, "I need more I, camera time." She like stomped. It's it's something when you see a grown adult stomp away, and it's like, <laughs> oh. 
I have, uh, no. like, especially working at security at the Mopop, we've had a few celebrities, and, or uh, celebrity kids, rather, come through, and um, not all of them, but we, I've had uh, one or two experiences with uh, a celebrity kid where they were just feeling entitled. But what's really interesting is not when the celebrity kid gives you a hard time because they're feeling entitled because they're like, I'm the son or daughter of so-and-so, but when, like, their friends feel entitled because they know them because they know they're related to somebody else and i'm like you're not even famous how dare you they're like they'll be like do you know who that person is and i'm like no also it's like <laughs> like who are you to say that you that's not your line they get to say that because they are the actual like somewhat adjacent to the a celebrity you are nobody you're just the person that follows them around and like i don't know maybe make sure their ihop order comes correct that's it <laughs> that's your job <laughs> You're like that fish that sticks to the belly of the, you know, the whale. You're a barnacle. That's what you are. You're a barnacle. (laughs) The only times I've ever met celebrities, I was with Jonathan, and Jonathan had to be like, you you just talked to, like, a (laughs) professional soccer player. Do you know who that was that you just spoke with? I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. That's happened multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Every Uh single time I have met a celebrity in Seattle, anyway. It's be I've been with you and you're like, do you know who that was you were just talking to? And I was like, no. You're like, that was this person. I was like, oh, oh, oh. I hope I didn't. Well, I yeah, hope the, I wasn't rude. To this day, the only guy. The, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say the the funny the soccer player one. The funny thing is because we because we bought tickets to that event and it was hosted by him because he was like playing for the Sounders and stuff. And then at the end. <laughs> And then at the end, that was when the reveal happened. After we were like um, walking I, out, yeah, we were leaving, and I cut into his and another woman's conversation. My ass just like got in there, which she probably thought that's what I was trying to do, but I just overheard something, and I was like, "Oh!" And I started talking to him about it, and he was—I forget which soccer player it was, but he was very nice. You know, the Sounders players are very nice. Very, you know, didn't like say anything rude. He's just like, "Yeah," and then I'm like, "Okay, we need to go." and you're like do you know you just had a full conversation with this man (laughs) i got a signed jersey from that and you're like his name's on there (laughs) no i I do not know (laughs) i've only ever been star studded uh one or uh, not star studded uh starstruck once and that was when um i think only like uh granted I, i think i played it pretty cool but just in my mind, I was like, oh, man, it's so cool, is uh, Cleo Thomas. <laughs> um, when, I met, when he was at the Mopop for r- r- the most random of events, it was our opening for the Leica exhibit. He was there. I guess he's a huge animation fan. Um, but he uh, he was just there at the Leica exhibit opening, and uh, he was a cool guy. I got a picture with him. But... Uh, that was my first time being. I was like, "Oh snap, that's Cleo Thomas." Which I mostly, even though his claim to fame is, I'm sure for a lot of people, is holes. Holes. Yeah, I, uh, I mostly. He's big on social media right yeah, now. Yeah, he's big on social media. I mostly know him from a lot of his all deaf stuff because I love him on all deaf digital. He's mm-hmm. really funny. I don't know if he does stand up, but he's he's a really funny dude. The only time I've actually acted starstruck was, I want to say I was like. 19 or 20 
I went to a friend to a supernatural convention. My friend at the time, uh, we went to go get pizza. We didn't notice an actor was right behind us. My ass almost fell too. We we're just trying to go to a pizza joint. My ass, of course, almost fell down. And it wasn't until after we met him where, like, we were walking in front of him this entire time. But he, <laughs> like, we were aware somebody was walking behind us. He was walking directly behind us. I almost fell down. And I could have fallen in front of him. I was like, maybe he would have helped. He seems like a nice person. Uh, Richard Sprite Jr., he played Gabriel, uh, or Loki on Supernatural. He was so nice. He, we did a picture with him and everything. So that was the first time I was like, oh my God. Cause I was obsessed with that show. And again, he was just the nicest person and was like, oh, it's cute kid. <laughs> but after that, like, I can't recognize any celebrity apparently. Oh. I may have met more, but I don't have Jonathan around me to, to point him out. <laughs> Well, what's well? The next time you come to LA, because now I feel like, like I feel like Jonathan. I, I feel like I, you. Some you probably meet a lot of celebrities just being in LA, or or at least see a lot of celebrities anyway. Yeah. Well, now not only being in LA, but like my job, and like I know the spots. Like literally the Vons I went to today, I know. Uh, like I've seen multiple people there. Like I, I don't I think I told you guys a few weeks ago, but um I saw the dad from the middle, uh and the guy the, the janitor from Scrubs. Oh, he played the oh, yeah. on Scrubs. Uh-huh. I saw him with his wife shopping, grocery shopping at Vons uh, a couple weeks ago. Does um, he have a short so wife? A, I feel like he would have a short wife. Yeah, yeah, because he's very tall. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, like a giant. Yeah. She was kind of she was kind of short. He looked like he was just like it was like she was doing all she was like come on and he was like okay honey that's what i could get from he's dropping uh, what so it he's, was like yes it's like i didn't need to be here i <laughs> always think celebrities that, like that they're it's hard to go unnoticed yeah because not only are, have you been on well-known shows and like ones that kind of have a cult falling too like scrubs in the middle where when the people know you they know you but he's also a giant man so like mm-hmm. it's hard to go unnoticed. Oh yeah. Speaking of sitcoms though, have you guys like you guys heard the updates on what's going on with that guy from that seventies show? Yeah, thirty years to life. Thirty years to life. Granted, if like like if everything they said was true, he earned those thirty years. <laughs> he earned that present time. Very much so. So yeah like and i'm, and I'm willing to bet it's very true because he had there are plenty uh plenty of people came out and said something like you know gave their stories i hope those women feel like justice has been served uh it's just it's just insane i found out about that yesterday i was like i didn't even know this was happening but good I'm glad he's behind bars i was i was aware everything was happening i didn't know they were doing the i just thought he was already in jail I didn't know they were still waiting on the sentence. And when he got 30 final line, I was like, jail. yeah. Yeah, I think maybe he was in jail, like, for the, to, to await the sentencing or to await the prosecution. Yeah, because that's why they were talking about all the letters, because he could, he was convicted, but they hadn't done the sentencing yet. They put it on hold, I believe. I don't know for how long. That's when they found all these letters by other celebrities like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Where people are like, really, are like, are you fucking kidding me? He got convicted. But they were letters to the judge in support of him being like, he's good guy, maybe go light on the sentence. I'm so happy they didn't try to go lighter on his sentence. Like, this is what I was, I was honestly surprised that he got 30 to life 
it was like, oh, so you guys are aware you can do this. You don't have to give them only two years or something like that. You can do more. Great. This is great. Hopefully this leads to a president. Well, it may also be because he wasn't like a high-end celebrity. Like the only thing I know him from is that 70s show. And I know he was on, I think, The Ranch with Ashton Kutcher. Like those are like his claims to fame. Everything oh, yeah. else is like, but he hasn't done like a bunch of movies or a bunch of other things. So he probably doesn't have... Because I, I think that's the issue, is you'll have like somebody like him who's like, oh, you're just on a sitcom, 30 years to life. But then somebody who's done the same crimes, but they're like, oh, man, you're like so-and-so who's been in like all these movies and all these things. Oh, we, you know, we can go a little light. We can figure something out. Like, no. those Every celebrity should get the same amount of sentencing if it's the same crime, like, and it's just as severe. There should be no deals. Right. Yeah, the sentencing should match time. Right. But yeah, a lot of people are going after like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis right now because their letters were just so in high support of him. And it's like, no, come on, you should have known better. Right. And even if you did, with celebrities, don't say, nothing is private. Yeah. And even if they didn't know, like, don't then be like, once you find out, be like, ah, but he's a good guy. It's like, well, he has done this terrible crime. Don't you think? he should serve the time like <laughs> maybe like, don't write a letter to the judge you know that could become public because all those letters are now public you know that's how court cases work right <laughs> but it's been uh like although thinking of also news going on in the summertime uh i really hope that a both like this has been the like people have been coming calling this the summer of the unions <laughs> because it's like the wga and the sag after strike at the time of this recording by the way audience is still happening but uh also a lot of other companies gonna change from two days oh yeah oh yeah no <laughs> no you know i'm just saying well you don't know we never know <laughs> anything's possible but also With the way they've been playing uh-uh well also though like the thing is though the crazy thing is uh, a lot of other companies or other media conglomerates are now thinking about making their own unions or it's encouraged other unions uh, that aren't in the media world to just like think about like, hey, you know what? We're not happy either. Yeah, you know, we might go on strike. Like it's it's brought a lot of fever to a lot of unions out recently, which has been actually kind of cool to see. Um, but I, I really, if anything, though, I really hope it does get the VFX artist. And if animators, I guess, would be lumped into this, I don't know, because I don't think there's a union for animation, like, people, um, the people who do animation. Which there should be. Um, either. But the VFX artists, I know, I've already started talking about, like, we might put together a union, which, if they do, I'm willing to bet they are going to go on strike immediately, and then Hollywood will really be shut down, because... <laughs> Because there's not a blockbuster that comes out at all anymore that doesn't have some version of CGI or VFX of some kind. Uh, and also, if the VFX come together and unionize, that could cover not just digital VFX, but also practical VFX, too. Because those are also visual effects. They're just not how people would describe it now, but that it's all under the same umbrella. And you know what's interesting about that as well is it wouldn't just affect like the acting world; it would affect music too. 
when people do music videos and things like that. Mm-hmm. That goes into effect there, too, because with the special effects and things like that, especially now, music videos, I feel like, are going back to that 90s style where they're just crazy. <laughs> like you got all this nonsense for, for that has nothing to do with the song but you know I, I dig it because 90s was a little bit like that so not only that that would also affect like the music world it can that can branch out to so many different other things commercials things like that you know would definitely be put a stop i think the the visual effects people the animation teams they get deal with so much they definitely need to unionize mm-hmm the animation teams, especially as of late, uh, because so many more movies are coming out animated, they they definitely need to unionize. They really need to get get union. And, and so recently, all Disney networks have been taken off of Spectrum. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. No, uh, but I I have Spectrum, and I have T- Spectrum TV. And so I can't currently I can't watch ABC uh, FX I think ABC FX yeah that would affect ESPN too the other Disney channels yeah ESPN as well yeah because that's owned by Disney mm-hmm. uh, and I saw a, a, a post that said so Bob Iger the Disney executive removed their channels from Spectrum uh, because they didn't agree, they didn't like the deal that was happening and it's like oh <laughs> isn't that familiar like isn't that familiar of a situation that's happening to you right now <laughs> if you don't like a deal then you know you you remove your work or you know you you strike in a sense so mm-hmm. it's it's not that hard to understand is it especially because like it, the they said the article oh, no. Sorry, go ahead. no no go ahead no, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, they, they said that the producers tried to renegotiate with the WGA, although they didn't present a uh, counteroffer that the WGA was into. So that's why they're still striking now. But at least that gives me hope that at least the producers are recognizing that th- y- this isn't going to work. <laughs> like y'all need to. And it's really on them because what the WGA is asking for is not major. It's, it's just the producers aren't willing to give up on a lot of the the stuff they want to use. Like, they don't want to give up on the AI. They don't want to give up any more money for residuals, which I'm like, I feel like shouldn't be that hard to do because all that will mean is, hey, Netflix, maybe don't put so much garbage on your streaming platform. Maybe now you have to actually be careful what you pick like, and what you're paying for instead of just splurging money on anything and everything to say you have content on your on your streaming platform. And that's just one example, but there's uh, others that are doing the same ish, the same thing. Yeah, the actor who was in Breaking Bad, um, what is his name? Wh- which one? The one uh, who says bitch a lot. Oh, Aaron Paul. Oh, uh, Aaron Paul. Yes, thank you, Aaron Paul. He came out and he's like, I don't get paid for any episodes that stream on uh, Netflix for Breaking Bad. He's like, I get no residuals from that show. It's like, that's insane. That's, you have done years and years of work and you're not getting paid for it. And they keep, and like companies and production companies keep saying, oh, things have changed, you know, with streaming, it's different. Yeah, you're right. It is different now. 
So now you have to adjust what's going on right. because it's different. You have to change things because now it's not just Netflix. It's HBO Max or Max, whatever. There's Hulu. There's all these other streaming sites. And it's like, we can get content from somewhere else. There's always going to be content somewhere else. And if you don't have, like with Netflix, if you don't have the willingness to pay for something good, there's a reason nobody's getting Netflix anymore. We don't want to watch the trash that's on there. Those weird shows that, like, feel like a, a step backwards into that old, like, ABC family time. <laughs> where, like, you watch as adult now and you're like, this was actually pretty problematic. Nobody, was nobody watching these shows? Like, was nobody paying attention at this time? Well, and it's like, that's like, when we, were, like when we did our, when we did our retrospectives of, of some of the shows, we were there, there each, each time we did one of those retrospectives, there was like, Ooh, this episode was a little <laughs> problematic. <laughs> yeah, what was it? There was a show because I've been watching a lot of older stuff lately. There was a movie I watched, and it's on Disney Plus. I'll I'll tell you guys. About, I'll name it later. That was just a straight up insult to like Latin people, and I was like, "We're not even in this movie. Wait, what did we do? Why are we brought into this? It was just out of hand and out of nowhere." I was like, "And this was just like allowed, like." We weren't the villains in the movie or anything like that. We weren't involved. They just set it off and it's like, was that was it necessary to do that? And just like mentioning like eating eating disorders were like everywhere back in the nineties, but they always framed them like they were good things. It's like and that they got over them in like a episode in a day and never brought up again. It's like, no no no, 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 no. There's real issues with that. You need to at least to focus a little more on that or something. Yeah. Um it's just Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So, oh shit, I should mention the show. That show just annoyed me because <laughs> she was too snarky, and it was like, young lady, there are real risks here. Listen to your aunt. <laughs> you should re- read the Sabrina the uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. The comic book is out. Um, I like it's just it's just a thing where I'm just like I I don't understand like how they think this is going to end like the producers like because i'm like like i don't because here's the thing it's not everybody and here's the thing while y'all are holding them at the picket line you know who is making money hand over fist and gonna continue to be an all right a24 a24 is making movies right now (laughs) because they're the only ones that agreed to to the the demands of I think both the WGA and SAG-AFTRA, um, uh, and they're making movies right now because they're not struck. And if this goes on, I'm like, A24 is going to take it. Like, like you know, all these other companies are going to start finding themselves as the as the uh, what's it called, like bottom of the barrel companies. With no money because you had to spend all of it to keep these sets hot that nobody was working on. Meanwhile, A24 making money, making movies, keeping their movies in the theaters. No problem. I'm not mad. I'm not mad about because A24 produces some quality content, except that wouldn't be the only thing that I would want to watch because <laughs> A24 movies can be quite yeah, weird. depressing and weird. I mean, have, have you guys seen the trailer yeah. for uh, and, uh, Forget My French, but this is the title of the movie, Dick the Musical? 
I've heard about it, I, but I thought it was an actual music. I didn't know it was a movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a movie. It's no, got Megan the Stallion in it. It's, it looks like it's a very raunchy. I mean, the title literally is the word "dick," so it should be a raunchy musical. They're calling it like the Parent Trap, but way more sexual and with adults because it's two like brothers who have been separated and they're trying to get their parents together. Uh, like they're they're. Uh, so-called parent, the, yeah, like it's the whole thing. The, the, I think that's that's weird. If you're an adult and you're like respectfully, really that affected by your parents' divorce, then you got some mommy and daddy. Well, I don't think they actually are. I can't remember. I know they're like brothers in a way, or they're like good friends or something. It's very unclear because the trailer is very vague. But the plot is they're trying to get their parents to date each other. Um, so it could be that they're not even related. They're just really good friends. I don't know. But... That's creepier. <laughs> but it's... Uh, I mean, but it's like... That's A24, though. They're like... Anything that seems like it's really creative... And, they, and uh, I think for them, it's all about vision. Like, if it looks like the director, the producers, and the people making it have a vision... And they're really going to make something that's really great and creative... They'll give them the money. <laughs> Like they'll be like, yeah, we'll produce gotcha. it. Why not? K twenty four is also the only production company that's not getting shit talk because uh, I think it was HBO. Whoever puts on the movie Dune, I'm gonna that's not delete this one because Warner this Brothers, one, I think Warner yeah, Brothers. Think so. uh, they're I'm which not is also this so part of HBO. Know. Yeah. Uh, so people know that they try to use Dune as a way to get like people's yeah on their side because they're like oh we're gonna move it back you know because of the writers and actors it's their fault and people right away were like why don't you just pay them and then you can put the movie out well they're like it's already made so why do you need to move it back it's already made everything's already done there was no reason to move it back now is there and like the production companies haven't like really responded to any of that they're like it's just the writers and actors we can't do anything they're like no 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 this movie's been completed technically you send it out you're trying to use it as a like a chip technically they are right in that like because of the writer's strike none of the or rather the actor's strike really because the actor's strike no actors can promote the movie like the the going on yeah, to but like then people are trying to go for like social media people which they getting roasted yeah. Oh. Well, that's the thing. It's like they like Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya. Like none of them can go on like a red carpet or go on to a talk show or even just do like little private junkets. They can't promote the movie because technically that's working for a struck company, and since they're part of SAG-AFTRA, they can't do it. So literally, they can't promote their own movie except through the trailers they've already put out and I guess social media posts. But it, but. but but they pushed it to next year anyway. But my thing is, is I'm like, but it's Dune. <laughs> like, yeah. it was only going to get no, but so that many wasn't people. That, bigger, <laughs> that wasn't the biggest bargaining chip. You know, that wasn't like the dramaticness. But people called them out. They're like, you could still release it. It has nothing to do with that. They can't do promotions, but it's been completed. So why are you holding it? Well, well, they're like, it's not their fault. Just pay them. Pay them. They can do their promotions. They can make you more money. You can release everything on time. Just pay your writers and actors. It's very simple. And it's not even like an insane amount. They're not asking to be millionaires. They're not asking for their own private lots, yachts like you guys have. No. They simply want to exist 
in the city they work in without having to worry about gas or groceries or, you know, if they call out sick one day and it just screws them over. They want to be able to call out sick so they don't contaminate a whole writer's room, which is fair. Yeah, well, How, you know? the biggest issue of anything is the AI stuff for me, because that's the th- and I think that's the that's I think the residuals and the AI are the two biggest holdouts, especially the AI part, because like the media industry has always been about whatever is the newest technology that can make their jobs easier. They'll use it because they can is why cg is so big now like before when cg wasn't able to do what it could do now they used it less because it didn't look good like so only really like the most expensive people like the people with the highest budgets could get away that's why lord of the rings back in the day was so like immaculate because they were like we've never seen cg like this we didn't think it was possible now that it is like a dime a dozen everybody uses cg for everything so with the ai stuff it makes sense that the producers would think in their minds like it's the newest technology and we can use it to do a lot of things we're gonna use it but the difference is is like cg already is hurting like some of the stunt world Because it's like, why are we going to get a stunt person? We can make a CG body double and they can do whatever and we don't have to pay another person. And so you're already like, it's just, it, but it's quite, that's quieter than what the AI stuff can do now where you can have a high, an AI write a script or you can have an AI like generated person, you know, and now it's affecting the like people you, you know, you know, because not many people know who the stunt people are in the background but it's like that's now it's affecting some major people and so now it's a major issue (laughs) so i I, but i i like and so i'm sure that's the that's the one of the biggest holdouts too because from the producer standpoint it's this is technology that could help us save money so we want to use it but from the actors and writers standpoint and rightfully so it's like yeah but then you're replacing our jobs and you already don't pay us enough anyway (laughs) It's all very true. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see a real big change in the way streaming is happening in the next few, maybe maybe even next year, mm-hmm. next year, uh, but especially the next. And year. a decrease in content yes. release too, because of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, not only decreasing releasing content, but as we've seen with a lot of streamers pulling off stuff from their. Uh, streaming service which is horrible because especially if it's streaming only like if it's something that was specifically released for Netflix or Paramount Plus or HBO Max you can never find that again See, you can never get that again because it, uh, oh like uh, that show from Greece the, mm-hmm. the new show the, the pink birds the pink ladies yeah the, pink? the rise of the pink were they yeah, where I think that's what it was called. Where they they literally announced the show ended. They're like, we're pulling it off Paramount. It's never existing again. And it, they didn't even give people like a month or anything. They took it off in like a week time frame. The moment the episode ended or the season ended, they took it off. It's wiped. You can't find it anywhere. No full episodes anywhere. And it's insane how quickly they are able to do that. See, yeah, a lot of people have also ha- gotten rid of like 
DVD collections because they're like, oh, I can stream it now. I don't need to have all these DVDs in my house. I don't need to have these might old think stuff. Might twice. Might want to think twice. Yeah. 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 And it's like they DVDs. got rid of it. But that's my thing. Because yeah, now they're getting rid of things. That's how I feel. I, but I feel like that's an untapped market. People still like having at-home media. But also, like, the, the erasing the at-home media, like, desire off the board entirely you know how much money netflix can make if they're releasing stranger things seasons on blu-ray and then on top of that if you want to get technical about it let's say they release it each season next time each time but they essentially know the show's ending when the show ends ultimate box set get all five seasons plus a little collector and a little collector's tent or something like you like you complain about not making enough money off of subscriptions or whatever or not being able to pay residuals be smarter with your business models right like yeah. if you could sell that stuff and like in the argument i'm sure would be like well then they're not gonna they're not going to stream it anymore because they can watch it at home. Yeah, but they can't stream everything. <laughs> like, there's going to be, and you're making new content every day. Don't release it immediately. Just have some stuff on the streaming service and be like, eventually the DVD is going to come out. But until then, you can only watch it on Netflix. And the people who buy the DVD collection, they're going to buy and stream. They're going to stream it when it becomes available, and then they're going to buy it afterwards. The people who well, just want to, you're not going to lose the streams because people are going to stream anyway. Because, like, who's, if I wanted to watch something and I could watch it on Netflix, I'm going to do that versus buying a DVD. But there are, are the people who are like, mm -hmm. I want the, well, I want to have the DVD. Or buy it for a friend who I'm doesn't a have it. Star Trek is, you know. Well, as I mentioned, I'm a huge fan of Star Trek. I bring it up all the time. I have the DVDs. I have the three seasons. I have all the movies. I have the DVD collection. But I will lay in bed and I will stream it from Paramount. <laughs> right. So, like, I have both because once in a while I'll get rid of Paramount because I'm like, I'm really only watching Star Trek and I got the DVDs. I'm not going to keep paying. But then I find something else that I want to watch in there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get it for a while. And immediately I start streaming that again. Mm -hmm. So I'm exactly one of those examples where I have DVDs of stuff. I still go to the library and I'll get DVDs of things and be like, my mom laughs at me a little bit when I do that. And I'll be on the phone. She's like, where are you? I'm getting, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a movie from the library. She's like, she's like, you pay for like five different streaming services. I'm like, and yeah, none of them have what I want to <laughs> None watch. of them have this movie, so right. <laughs> yeah, because I love watching older films too. I love watching the 1920s, 1930 films, black and white. That's where Max I comes love in. Those films. They and have you, them. You, they have the Turner Classic movies. Yeah, they well, yeah. they started having num the classic Turner movies. They started having those, and I'm super excited because I get to watch that now. Because sometimes they're not even at the library. Mm -hmm. Movies are, you have to go find the actual DVD. And sometimes they're like, because there's not enough of them, they're like, you know, $50 for like old movie sets. And I'm like, huh, I'll YouTube it. I'll find the little scenes here and there. I'll watch the 10 parter scene. Right. Those, when that was the thing, they would yeah, upload the, watch, the movie. The watch mojo thing of like watching each part. Or not watch mm -hmm. mojo, whatever it's called, the like movie yeah. clips or whatever. Although the Yeah, you um, had to watch ten minutes. Although the the thing too is I because I feel like with the with the um with the what you call it, like having DVD content of your streaming services is also good in the sense that like if you have it yeah you have the or i guess blu-ray really because dvds aren't really a thing anymore but if you have the blu-ray set or whatever you can't take it with you everywhere 
you're still going to need that Netflix account or you're still going to need that Hulu account because when you're out at your friend's house, unless you remember to bring your Blu-rays, you know what I mean? Or if you're on a plane or away from home, like traveling, you know, you're at like in a different country. Dust out the old portable DVD. Right. You're not going to have it with you. (laughs) So you still go need it. So I don't. I do want to show. Yeah. (laughs) These are DVDs. I was trying to turn a cool case and I like showing it off. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a cool case. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, it's a cool case. But like, yeah, this is an actual. This is still DVD. It's not Blu-ray. And sometimes the quality is not great. And when I want to watch episodes, where I'm like, because I'm used to watching the remastered ones, where you see all the like new imperfections, it's so funny to go back and then watch the DVDs and be like, man, the makeup they use on the actors, you can't tell it on here, but you can see everybody like uh, bones. Or Leonard McCoy, Doctor McCoy had some really blue eyeshadow going on in this show. <laughs> like it popped in the remastered; those colors that it's popping. And so, there's also something to be said of when you watch these old shows that are remastered, you can see so many more things, and that makes it even more fun to like watch and then watch and compare. It's so cool sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when it's a show you love. So you have this going in between for like people who are like, you know, you get really big fans of things, and I can see Stranger. Stranger Things people doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had created a whole live interaction where they would definitely buy the DVDs and be like, uh, I see them do it with Supernatural. Because Supernatural is on Netflix. And people are like, yeah, Netflix cut out this whole scene right here. Yeah. But they go to the DVD and they're like, it's like 20 minutes yeah, longer. They can do whatever and that's they, another they thing, too. Yeah. Movies that are edited on streaming services where it's like, oh, if you want the original, you're going to have to get the DVD. Okay, if we're already buying it anyway. <laughs> Just you know what I'm saying. I'm paying for it's, shit for that because it's because it's it's like because we're dealing with that uh, with them removing stuff off the streaming service and with the residual thing. It's it's like it's changed so because these the last negotiation uh, for SAG uh, was in. 2007 or sorry that was the uh right yeah but wga same 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 mm-hmm. thing not, it's not the same thing but like you know they're they're looking for the same productions right much. um was in 2007 that was the writer's strike and there wasn't streaming wasn't really a thing back then uh so they didn't have the rules in place that they needed to have now and with streaming uh, people, actors, whatever writers are not getting the residuals that they should get. These movies and TV shows are getting streamed for thousands and thousands and thousands of hours, mm-hmm. but they're seeing residuals that are a dollar fifty-two, um, or even less than that. I've heard. And back in the day, uh, I remember hearing a thing about like. Uh, the friends if you were on an episode of friends for one episode you got residuals for you are still getting those residuals that are like pretty hefty because it was a different system uh in syndication uh the 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 rules are a lot different than they are there are actual rules for syndication versus streaming which there aren't really any rules there yeah. so 
Uh, we just need some rules for streaming. That's that's pretty much the. That's where part. it boils down to. And mentioning that 2007. Sorry, mentioning that 2007. I think a lot of production companies because when that happened, you're right. We didn't have streaming, so more people, more fans got mad because new shows weren't coming out. Mm. They had to just watch the reruns that were produced by the networks, or you know, we couldn't go back and be like this. I think the production companies almost thought they had that same power when they're like, "We're not going to release this." Like, that's fine. I'm going to go watch this old show. Well, you're not going to get any new content on this. That's cool. I'm going to go watch these old movies. There's already stuff that I now have options. I can go back and rewatch. I'm not just stuck to what you're putting on the screen for me with, you know, late night network TV or, you know, that whole section of like from seven to nine. I have options. I can go through whatever I want. Like I'm watching old movies right now from Disney. Um, that Nicolas Cage one where he like, with the independence, that movie is so stupid. I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't follow it, but it like I got I I don't know I don't fully understand what the whole deal was. But anyway, I was just able to watch that because I'm like, oh, none of my shows are streaming now. I went back. Not one thing messed up my night. So I think production companies when they're like, we're gonna pull back this show and this and that, they think they still have that same power they did back in 2007. But it's like, you don't. There's so much more content available that you have made readily available to us. You know? So, kind of your own fault. Not unless you're shutting down all streaming sites and we have to go back to watching network TV. <laughs> well, no. Is this going to be a bigger problem No, because that's not even an issue. That now, the, like, the thing is, too, they're competing with the internet. There is oodles upon oodles yeah, of content on the internet for you to watch now. Like... Yeah. And people have... It's... I... I I could probably say this confidently, but it's it's probably been like studied that people have shorter attention spans mm-hmm. now, especially the TikTok generation. Oh yeah, like it, it 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 that's why it's so impressive when something pops off because to get people to sit and watch TV for a half an hour to an hour or more is impressive nowadays because people do not have an attention span. I mean, just look at how the streaming services are built. You can minimize the screen on your streaming service, have that going while you're scrolling on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know. there's, (laughs) There's that whole joke on TikTok where they had the subway surfer guy like they have some other video on top and the subway surfer guy at the bottom. <laughs> so people are like, you're focusing on two things at once. That's how they're getting their content. They're showing like some show, server subway, server, server subway, surfer subway guy. <laughs> is going subway subway surfer subway. Sub- <laughs> surfer sub- subway. Subway. Surfer. Subway. That got really difficult there for a second with me. Uh, but yeah, no even now, like your attention, uh, sometimes my, I get tongue tied. I love to hear though what comes out of my mouth though. It's very interesting the way I can mix up words. Um, it's it's also because I'm, I'm I'm not dyslexic, but I do have like a problem sometimes. It's like maybe, but you know, no diagnosis. Uh, so like when I read something, it actually comes more with time and numbers. I was measuring something with my sister earlier today and it was 10 feet, six inches. And what came out of my mouth was 620. And then I went on like normal. And then I asked Christian, what did I say? She's like, you said 620. I'm like, that's not what I said. She's like, yeah. What did you mean though? And I'm like, oh, 10, six. 
<laughs> so it's always interesting what will come out. <laughs> anyway, I just like I off topic. I think the also like it really does boil down to having some like streaming rules that's the that's the issue because that's why they were like the uh that's why a lot of the producers don't want to budge because they're making money hand over fist without having to pay much because there's no rules and because and they were just hoping that nobody would complain about it yeah (laughs) you wouldn't say anything (laughs) and they got through this long Mm -hmm. and and the only reason they've gotten through this long though is because like tv was so prevalent but now we're getting less and less tv shows compared like on actual television compared to how many streaming service like streaming shows we're getting like the streaming like because everybody has a streaming service now we got peacock paramount plus hbo max or just max now but you know max hulu uh, Netflix, like BET Plus, like there's just there's just everybody has some, and everybody's putting content on their streaming service exclusively to try and drive traffic yeah. to those. You, but now it's Tubi has their own movies now. Yeah, Tubi has their own movies that they created, and you still gotta but, watch ads for them. <laughs> <laughs> but so now it's it's now it's like. Uh, and I should probably wrap up. But now it's like um, the the streamers are turning back into what network TV Yeah, was it used to be. Because they're going back to, yeah, they're going back to like, because um, it used to be for, for almost all streamers, mainly like Netflix, uh, they would release all episodes of a TV show at once. Mm-hmm. Now they're 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 they've been doing the week to week thing, dropping in batches, um, even experimenting with live TV, which is like live TV. That's what you know, cable was for television is currently. Yeah, yeah. And now we're trying to act like this. It's it's this like revolutionary thing. Um, literally last season, la- the last season of um, Dancing with the Stars. They made this announcement like it's moving from ABC because it's been on ABC for the past like 20 years. Uh, and they're like, it's moving from ABC. It's going to be on Disney Plus. It's going to be the first live Disney Plus uh, streaming TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that lasted for one season and now it's going back to ABC. Uh, for the I think that's just season. because they realized nobody wants to watch Dancing on the Stars on a streaming service. They're like, man, damn all that. Most of the people <laughs> who watch this are old people. They just trying to have something simple. They trying to watch it I on mean. TV. <laughs> they trying to have no damn, try to log yeah, into Disney Plus every day. Get Dis- <laughs> I don't know who yeah, Disney Plus just to watch Dancing with the Stars. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it was. I feel like, because I was, because uh, my mom, like, she usually watches it and I'm like, mom, are you going to watch Dancing with the Stars? She's like, no, I don't have Disney Plus. I'm not. I don't yeah, they're they're messing uh, with a different generation. Yes, but like they don't want to. They don't. They're not going to bother. <laughs> they're doing. Uh, apparently, they apparently they're still streaming it on Disney Plus, but they're also airing it on ABC. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's options, I guess. There just needs to be. I wonder who's going back and like doing marathons of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> You should. Uh, they they really just. Zendaya was on Dancing with the Stars. So was Carlton. Zendaya, she got runner. So was Carlton. Yeah, now he hosts the show. Good for him. And yeah, Kim Kardashian was on Dancing with the Stars. She got voted off third. I can see that. I just, I I think that it's like, I just want them to, like, I think they just need to, A, the companies need to just, like, agree to the terms 
laid out by SAG after and WGA, and then just be smarter. Stop being lazy. You have people on your staff, I am sure, whose sole job is to figure out how to make more money. That is your only job, is how to make us more money. So put your heads together, be creative. Know what I'm saying? Like come up with some better business models, some business plans that make sense on paper and do that and find the money. You have all the power in the world. I think uh, was uh, the trailer for Zack Snyder's uh, two movie epic that's coming out at the end of this month and the start of or, or the end of this year and the start of next year on Netflix. I won't say the title for now just because we're still doing the thing, but like that that trailer's out. It looks good. It looks all right. It looks like it's probably going to bring some people over to the streaming service just to watch it. Release that in theaters. And then after it comes out in theaters, put that out on Blu-ray. It's not hard. <laughs> it's really not. If you know how to do the I system think right. Production companies. Yeah, and they need to also take into account that like just because there's a celebrity that's a big name and you spend all this money getting them doesn't make the movie or the show good. Like we can tell when you cheap out on costumes, we can tell when you cheap out on sets and things like that. And that's what people talk about. Like, yeah, he was great, but like, did you did you see what they had him wearing? What was that? <laughs> Why would they do that to him? Or there's movies you can straight up tell did where you see like, her wig? Oh, yeah, oh the wigs, yeah. And there's other movies where like at the beginning you're like, oh fantastic, I see where this money, and then at the end you're like. Oh, so you all were just like, we need to end this. It needs to go. Like, it, we we, need, it, we don't have any other options. Just whatever we can find. End it. And it's like, you need to learn. You don't have to have all these. Uh, that's another thing. Find good actors for the role. Don't get them because they're just a big celebrity. And you're like, people come see this. There are so much amazing actors and actors who, you know, do mainly a background or things like that or smaller things that could be so much better in this role. But you're like, mm, they've only been seen here, so we can't use them, really, because nobody knows. But it's like, no, but they would be great. They've done it before. They're amazing. You can just see it. But you just want to have this big name and then take all the money from, like, set design, costuming probably even like the behind the sets of like music and you know teams that um arcadia that one where they had the imagine dragon song you know it's called arcadia you know the title (laughs) also you used arcadia before you if you're gonna you're gonna say it wrong intentionally just come up with some new ones I will look for a word that go to our game. Also, I will I will go out and buy a whole ass dictionary. Well, that won't do you much good because what you need is it's a thesaurus. Also, but uh, and dictionary. No, because it, no, I need I need a rhyming book. There you go. Uh, do you think there's a rhyming book? But also, like we need a movie renaissance as well. Take a page from A24's book. Because A24 has been knocking it out of the park. Talk to me. Like, this is going to be just, just do one long censor bar for this. But I'm going to do it all the time. Talk to me. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Bo is Afraid. Hereditary. Midsummer. actually. All of Ari Aster's movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, they are batting a thousand right now 
almost everything they greenlight becomes solid. I think the A24 solid. movies are like fine. They, yeah, they're now granted they're not you know they're not making stuff that's like legendary, but like outside of the few times they do. But I will say they're making stuff that is getting people talking. It is keeping film alive of like creativity and doing interesting things. And so I'm like, and that's and that's on A24's budget. They don't have a lot of money. I mean, we hear about them a lot. And they're gonna have. They're not like the major producers. Brandy's gonna be starring in a. Right. So it's like, but like with with the little bit of money they have, they still make amazing products. So uh, you cannot tell me that with Disney money or Warner Brother or Warner Brothers money, if they green light something that's really creative. No, I like how Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, that's the black version. That's the black side of the company. The Warner Brothers. I mean, they they did absorb (laughs) UPN. Remember, that's true. (laughs) But you know, with that, with their level of money, they could easily, if they green light something that's fresh and new i mean we got that new movie with john david washington coming out soon with the robots and everything so i'm really hoping that does well but like they green light some original content that we've never seen before but they can make some dope stuff and you know start a whole new renaissance of like pop culture icons and stuff that comes from just movies doesn't come from comic books or or uh, or books or music or whatever else they're just making new content that's fresh original and cool well, there was also like that rise in the early 2000s of movies that looked lower budget. They didn't have like huge special effects. They didn't have all these amazing things. They had just like funny movies that we were enjoying or really sweet movies. I think A24 like has a lot of that where it's like, I'm not looking for this giant ex- explosion. I'm not waiting for this, you know, huge mythical beast that they're CGIing. I'm just in it for the story and how it's developing. And I think when they had that rise in the early 2000s where all the movies look like indie movies, basically, they had what appeared to be lower budget. And I think people or production companies are like, well, we need all this money to like make this movie to make it look bigger. No, we actually like the movies that focus more on storytelling and you just don't have like constantly random shit on there that's why we can't focus there's too much going on (laughs) we need you to tell me the story and actually just give me what i'm coming for no you're like we're gonna go and make you know all this insane stuff to make sure the viewers pay attention no 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 the viewers are getting distracted that's what's happening it's not necessarily the attention span that's why tiktok's so good it's one person talking to me at one time that's all i need to be content I was gonna say it just so made me think, think of Fast. They, yeah, and, you're right. They got a little. Think of the Fast and Furious. You just saying that all that. I was like, they're just throwing CG cars at you and explosions. They're like, it's a movie. Here, take it. That is, <laughs> that's actually a perfect example because their first one, very simple. They were thieves. They got pulled in by the government. Cool. Nice story plot. Why are they in space now? In a car that I'm pretty sure is not sound. What are they doing up there? What are they doing in the Arctic? They have a, they had a submarine in the last one. They had rolling bombs, like from Donkey Kong going on. What is that? (laughs) Nobody needed that. And darn near everyone survived. Everybody's going to survive. Muslims should be dead. Even the civilians, even the the (laughs) civilians, they said no casualties. And we were like, no casualties. (laughs) My ass. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, but that's our um, thoughts on media, I guess, in what, general, of all kinds and types and things. Some of it in regards to the summer, but mostly just in general. Comment below if you enjoyed our conversation. 
this is kind of the most like non-topical episode we've had so far we literally just started talking and just went from there we haven't had any focuses or anything but it was nice it was cool you got to take a peek into what we discuss off camera really this is kind of our conversations off the podcast like off mic so there you go um but anyway socials jonathan go you can follow me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, and it is Twitter. It's not X. <laughs> Instagram, wherever you please. <laughs> you can also follow us at The First Ones to Die everywhere on all of the social media platforms. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. Please give us a like and comment. And if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, go ahead and give us five stars and a review. You can email us, the first ones to die at gmail.com. We'd love to have more emails. Alex, where can people find you? You can find me on TikTok. This is probably looking really aggressive on video. <laughs> um, put that down. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Alex and Nobody and on Instagram, as well as the podcast TikTok, the first ones to die, where I post little clips of, I guess, not what we're reviewing, but what we're talking about episodes, future, past, present, as well as little videos I do where I just show you my nonsense of the day. Maybe I'll post a demon that's trying to come after me or something. We'll see. Uh, but come visit us there, send a chat, or let us know what you think of the conversations or some of our old work, some of the old fun we've done. So, meet us up there. What about you, Jerome? Where are we finding you? You can find me not Jerome Red on Instagram, and also check out, of course, for extra content that you cannot get on any of the audio streaming platforms. Uh... Uh, from us check out the youtube channel at the first ones to die where you can check out things like gaming videos vlogs uh you know video versions of all the podcasts mini reviews book reviews all types of stuff so if you want to see any of those things go on over to the youtube channel please subscribe like favorite share all those things and if you're watching this on youtube right now thank you we appreciate you uh and uh comment below and you know kick it with us you know tell us what you're thinking uh keep it you know nice keep it friendly pc of course but (laughs) but you know no 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 we don't want any shade but but yeah just let us know know what you're thinking uh tune in next week when we make a reality show of our own speaking of reality shows uh you're gonna find out what we mean by that uh by tuning in next week it's the only way to do so uh But until then, have a good night, good morning, good evening, whenever you're watching this, you know. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Really weirdly there.